Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New 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 Year, pal. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 361, back, full circle, going to try to do that again. Boy, oh boy, is it cold outside. Yes, it is. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161, joined here by The Voice, Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO, but don't follow that because he doesn't tweet. Nope. Uh, collectively, check us out at MarkingOut, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, MarkingOut.com, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. It is freezing cold right now. Yeah, so what's the deal? What, what, is, the, what, what, is, what the, is the deal? What is the degreeage by you? What is the degreeage? Yeah. Oh, I'm not too sure. I got 12 degrees by me. Well, I... Let's see, one, two, one, eight, zero weather. Let's see. I got thirty-nine degrees in Disney World. Oh, uh, I got two degrees up here. Oh, yeah. That, is, got, it, is it two degrees or feels like two degrees? It is two degrees, and it the today the negative, the lowest it's going to get is minus six degrees. <sighs> I saw today for me it was going to be negative ten. Mm-hmm. So. I win. Man. Just kidding. Just kidding. I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my heat's out. At least my the inside of my yeah. I was gonna say at least <laughs> inside of my apartment is uh, warm. Yeah, but you know what? It's not as bad. I mean, it's it's. Oh, here you go. It says feels feels like minus fourteen. Oh yeah. See, damn. Feels like minus fourteen with the wind chill factor. Like right now, like I'm like it's freezing here, but it's still not as cold as it was during Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. Remember when yeah, that, hurricane. That was that was. Remember when it snowed and they were like, "Oh, by the way, we're also going to snow on you." Yeah, that was wild. It's take like we're gonna we're it. gonna take your power out. We're gonna take your heat supplies. We're gonna take your food, and everything, and we're we're gonna snow. We just don't care. We're gonna snow. Hey, enjoy those uh, cold showers. Yeah, I definitely had cold showers here. We have uh, yeah hot water that, at least, so that's a good thing. Yeah. So what happened? So is this from last night? The heat went. I don't. I mean, I was downstairs at uh, nine, like nine thirty ish. I went to turn on the heat downstairs, and I waited and waited, and I'm like, it's not turning on. And I went upstairs, tried to turn it on, and it didn't go on. Very interesting. Yeah. So hopefully you get heat today. Yeah, I mean they're here right now fixing it, so hopefully it does get fixed, but well, you know, how was your week? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. It was, how how uh, are you doing? Did we go through that already? The how are you doing? No, we didn't. Awesome All right, well how, how how are you doing? We'll get your we'll get your spiel in there. Yeah, awesome as always. Hashtag AWA. 
All right, so now uh, no, that's how is not even be? right. <laughs> what does that mean? Hashtag AWA. I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 triple A, not AWA. I don't know why I said AW. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's a new year. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's now 2018. Last we heard, it was 2017. And how was your uh, New Year? Uh, my New Year or my New Year's Eve? Year's Eve. It was good. I uh, well, here's the thing: my brother and his fiance came over under pretenses that they were about to bring in food for us to eat. Uh huh. I was like, "Oh snap! I'm about to eat, eat this, whatever, eat some good food or whatever." Yeah, they come and they're like, "Oh yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't bring food because you're you guys are serving appetizers." What first? Well, because they figured the food would get cold and they would go later. So, Why no? You, well, you, you buy the food and then you put it in the oven or something. You don't come put on it in the now. oven. What are you talking about? It's takeout. Well, keep warm in there. You don't reheat takeout like that. Well, you 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 don't go empty-handed. Well, yeah, you go afterwards and get you go back out and get it. it it's going to be very busy later on. No, no. But uh, in any case, we uh, we had mad uh, appetizers, and then uh, I was like, I, I mean, like they were like, oh, I'm kind of like full, and I was like, I I kind of am am too. I don't really need <laughs> food. Uh huh. So we just we just had the appetizers. All right, so you had an appetizing dinner. Yeah, and then they left, and uh, and I uh, watched the ball drop by myself in my room, like I said last week. Very cool. Very cool. How about yourself? I don't understand what the picture you sent me was. Uh, I don't know. You never but, like yeah, responded. That to me was even. that was uh my cabin my night fever. view cabin fever or. Yeah, I I was by myself as well. Uh, watched. I tried to watch it on TV, but I couldn't. It was just tedious to watch. I, I switched over at the ball drop, but leading up to it, it was tedious. I, I guess boy, you oh know what? Boy. I was confused though. I thought for sure that NBC aired a New Year's thing, but I guess they didn't. Yeah, it was a Steve Harvey special, and then the Dick Clark special. Mm, yeah, right. But I, I could, I couldn't do it. I mean, you had this. Uh, K-pop group, I guess. I think they're K-pop. Yeah, I don't uh, know BTS or whatever. Apparently, I, famous out of nowhere. I don't even know who they are. No clue. That that sounds like a good band name. That's what they Fam- are. No, famous out of nowhere. Oh, that should be a band name. Yeah. Right there, famous out of nowhere. But yeah, um, I I thought it was awful. I yeah, thought people. That they, I don't know. People were going crazy for them. I was like, I don't know. Bunch I mean, of marks. I don't know who they are. Market, yeah, no, it was awful. That was bad. Every performance, and they sounded like they were lip syncing. And don't go oh, say every performance every, was. Bad. Everyone was. Don't say every performance was bad. And I'm pretty from sure what, Neil Diamond was singing live. First of all, from from what I that's why it sounded the way it sounded. From what I saw, everything was bad. I don't know. I think Florida Georgia Line was good with BB. I Rashford. skipped. I skipped that. I didn't care. It's oh. Florida Georgia Line, the poppiest country band ever. Wow. This is like, how we're starting 2018. They have a few good songs, but after that, it's the same repeat stuff over and over. Oh, wow, Mr. Negative over here. 
Dude, I switched over to PBS. I switched over to the PBS. I, who is it? Steve Bernstein? No idea. Uh, he's a choreographer, uh, not a, well, what is it? A conductor, I believe. Uh, Broadway conductor that did like West Side Story and stuff like that. They were doing a special on PBS on New Year's. And uh, yeah, I watched that. I watched that instead. And it was a lot better than all the the rap. I don't know. I heard some rap on the TV what? and then I was just Who like, rapped? no. Oh, Macklemore was there. Yeah, that's where I turned it off. From the famed Apollo Theater? <laughs> yeah, first it was Macklemore, then right after it was like some girl with some guy that were not too good. I don't know, I don't but know. We, we saw Maria Menounos get married. Yeah. Weird. Good job. Good job. Congrats. It's a weird time to get married. Must have been freezing cold there. I don't know how you... I, I, like, I want to one day do that like go out and eh. do a new year's eve in the city like that but i just like can't i don't know i i did it be once before and i would never do it again it just doesn't I... make sense but you didn't even like do it yeah you, you sat I... in applebee's well i sat in applebee's but yeah then so that doesn't count an hour yeah but that doesn't count before... bro. that doesn't count. i didn't st i'm not staying out there the entire day yeah but yeah, i'm saying that doesn't count I, I I saw the ball drop live. I can say that. Wow. I can definitely say yeah. that. Well. Um, but I I mean you had people being interviewed being like, Yeah, no, I'm wearing diapers right now. I'm like, What what? Yeah, was, yeah, okay. no, that's gross. You know, nothing like bringing in your new year while uh standing around in your own poop. Yeah, that's really cool. There was I'm pretty sure it's not poop. Hey, I, it, it could be whatever it is. You're still standing around in it in yeah. the freezing cold. Yeah, well, it's disgusting. Urine warms you up. Ugh. What do you mean? Astronauts drink it. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. I I thought that was kind of gross. Um. I like when they were asking people like, "Oh, what's something that you would leave in uh, that should stay in 2017?" Uh huh. Nobody said dabbing. I don't understand. Dabbing should one hundred percent stay in two thousand seventeen, and then all of a sudden, the first episode of Two Hundred Five Live, <laughs> TJ Perkins returns. Yeah, I agree with you. Someone should have said dabbing. I, I thought it was kind of Somebody, hilarious that every time Jenny McCarth, McCartney, McCartney, McCarthy, McCarthy, yeah, yeah, would interview someone, she like who was if she couldn't understand the accent, she completely like just pretty much ignored it or just said yeah, it. She's like, nope, don't know thing. what that said. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, that wasn't too difficult. You could you could have asked them to repeat themselves, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess they're on live TV, the pressures or whatever. I don't know. But Apparently one, one she person, looked like uh, yeah, everyone was Joan, saying Rivers. Joan Rivers. But I don't I didn't see it. I guess I could see it. I mean, she's not what she used to be. She's She's older. I mean, and she has a lot more plastic and Botox now. Yeah. I mean... What can you do? I think it's funny. Somebody said rose gold. What's that? I guess rose colored gold. <laughs> that, like, uh -huh. I guess it was like a huge fad in 2017. Oh, I think I actually kind of remember that. And like, I, I, I didn't. I don't remember ever like hearing about it until I heard it on a, a vlog that I was watching. They were like, "Oh, this is rose gold." And I was like, "What? I've never even like." Rose gold. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard of that before New Year's Eve, and now I hear it here. And then my mom mentioned it earlier the other day, too. And I was like, 
I've never. I don't know. Of... I've never heard of that before. Yeah, until. I mean, I don't know. I feel I like just there's wasn't so much... paying attention to it. I don't I... know. I feel like there's so much that took place that I just don't know took place. Like I feel like there's so many music musicians out there that became big in 2017 that I have no clue who they are at all. Um, and same thing with those trends. I I have no clue what most of them are, and I don't care to know what most of them are. You know, like why do I care what rose gold is? Well, I mean, well, if you were if you had like a significant other, then maybe you would care. Why? I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get her a rose gold pendant or necklace. Why not just a gold? What's wrong with gold? I don't know. What's wrong with not having rose gold? I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fan of fads. I don't think that like you grew up in a fad. What are you talking about? What's that? You grew up in a fad. What do you mean? The nineties? Are you kidding me? Fad city. Okay. Yeah. True. True. Talking about the nineties. Uh, the Go- meet the Goldbergs or the Goldbergs? What's that show? Yes, the Goldbergs. Yeah. What year? What era is that? The nineties. Is it the nineties? Okay. It's actually not. It's the eighties. I was going to say. Fresh off the boat is the nineties. I don't know. Fresh off the oh, fresh off the boat is that the show with the guy that played uh, Kim Jong Un? Uh, yeah, in the interview. Yeah. Uh, I never, never saw that, but it looked interesting. It is. It's good. Yeah, but the Goldberg show, it's starting to win me over. I know I said that I wasn't too big of a fan. I'm still, eh. But hey, can, can you guess the kid's age? In real life or the yeah, show? The kid, the kid who plays Adam Goldberg. Um, I'll go with... Have you seen Have you seen more current episodes, by the way, or no? Oh, I have I I have no clue. I only see what's on TV. Okay, so I mean, I, I like everything's on TV, but I I only see whatever I whatever's on. Um, I'll go with fifteen. And he, I mean, I don't know where you're at in the episodes, but he's, uh, he's pretty much sounds and looks the exact same. Uh huh. Eighteen years old. Huh. All right. Have you gotten to the point any episodes where he's got a girlfriend? Uh, there's a girl that's with him, but I don't know if they're like girlfriend boyfriend. I think they were just like friends that it's like a chick named Dana. I don't know. She had stark hair. She has stark hair. Dark. Yeah. So uh, so I was watching The Gifted, and I was like, this chick looks mad familiar, and I uh-huh. I looked up to see who she was, and and it's her. And I was like, she's 18, what? How's that even possible? How, that, what was she, like, older than, the, than Adam Goldberg on the show? And I went and looked, at, looked him up, and he was 18. I was like, that's it blew me away. Interesting. I don't know. I, I, I don't really know any of the characters' names or stuff. I just recognize them from previous shows. Like, the mom was on uh, Reno 911. Uh, was she? Yeah, she was one of the cops. What? Yeah. She was the blonde cop on Reno 911. What? I don't remember her on Reno 911. Yeah. Right? Are you looking it up? 
I mean, I'm gonna try to. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm most positive that that she was on Reno 911. Um, it, it is a cool show for the throwbacks and stuff because you're like, ah, oh, I remember that. That was cool. Like what? But, like ET? Yeah. <laughs> she was on Reno 911. Yeah, she was the main one of the main cast members. I don't. I don't know why I don't remember her in it. Really? Yeah, yeah, dude. She was one of the main cast members from the, uh, one of the like originals. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, I see. I knew her from uh, from the other movie, uh, not movie, from Rules of Engagement. I don't know it with David Spade and Patrick Waterburton. That was an awful nope. impression, but. I don't know who that second water. Yeah, you do. Is. Joe Joe Swanson from Family Guy, or the the guy from. Uh, oh, okay. From Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know him. The Devil from uh, Seinfeld. Sure. Right. Right. The Jersey Devil. Let's go with that. You know what I'm talking about, or no? I don't. I just oh. know he was on Seinfeld, and I didn't like. No yeah. from Seinfeld. I don't know. American Dad's like I go back and forth. Sometimes their jokes like just go into a direction where I'm like, that's not I don't get that. Where did you like just would you look at her IMDB or something? Who? Like for, for Wendy McClendon? No, I, I just recognized her from Reno nine one one. You just oh. said American Dad. Oh, because you just mentioned American Dad. No, I didn't. <laughs> There's yeah, no did. way I said American Dad. You said Joe Swanson. Oh, Joe Swanson. Yeah, from Family Guy. Yeah. Is that the same voice? He's not on American Dad. Oh, I thought the same voice. Uh, the guy, the father from American Dad? Yeah. Is Who's that? Seth McFarlane. Oh, all right. Got the it. The guy that plays Stan Smith. Yeah. I, I When you said that, I was thinking of uh, Stan Smith. <laughs> no. But yeah, no. Joe's in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's a that is true. That is true. Yeah. So New Year's was good. Yeah. I went. I saw Jumanji. And before New Year's, it was good. Good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Would you uh, suggest? I mean, it, I don't like suggesting things, but yeah, go see it. Oh, well, that sounds like a suggestion. There you go. Yeah, I mean, like it was good. like if you go in there like. Not expecting the same exact movie as Jumanji, mm-hmm. then you should be fine. Well, I think that you would be foolish to go in thinking that you're seeing a uh, the original, or like uh, a re- it's or not something. even like it. And people are like, "Oh, they shouldn't be remaking movies." Blah blah blah. And it's like it's not even a remake. It's like a completely new story. I mean, it's a the same premise, but it's not. It's not the same yeah, it's totally movie at all. A like take of it in the the nineties version, the game came to you. In this version, you go to the game. Yeah, and it's an actual game, like video game. Yeah, and people are like, oh, how did it become a video game? Blah blah blah. Why is it a video game? That's stupid. It's like watch the movie because it's a different movie. Watch the movie. You'll see exactly how it's why it's a video game. Why have you really been seeing a lot of people complaining? Yeah. I feel well, like I mean, people, I see I see more positive comments about it than complaints, but... I don't know. People will complain about anything and everything. Yeah, well... Can't please them all. That's why we do a podcast. But I, th- I thought the, I thought it was, was good. 
Well, there you go. There you go. And now I just got to watch Pirates of the Caribbean 5 or whatever it was. No, no, no. They lost. I fell asleep in the theater at 3, I believe, or 2. Why? 2? What do you mean? 2 or, two or 3. I fell asleep in the theater and I was just like, eh, I'm over it. That was like years ago. Yeah. It's, I haven't been a, like on board with the pirate movies. Is that is that a pun? Or... No. I haven't been I on board, Wink. Could be. But <laughs> well, like we that have... but like that was two thousand six. Yeah, so you, 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 who falls asleep in movie theaters when you're that age? When the movie's not that entertaining. Are you kidding me? Asleep. Dude, Dead Man's Chest was mad good. Yeah, I, I forgot which one I fell asleep during. It was one where they may have found Barbosa. Or what? I, or uh, they introduced like a, a voodoo thing. Voodoo woman, maybe. That was, oh, was that World's End? So I may have fallen asleep during that one. Um, but yeah, so this week was actually very entertaining. We had New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 12 taking place. Uh, took place at the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. Yes, uh, it did. Kicked off with a New Japan Rumble with Mas- Masahito Kakihara picking up the victory I th- over a ton of superstars in this match. I think he came out of retirement for this. Ah. I feel like this match is always the, like, oh, you showed up. Cool. Do you have your gear with you? Yeah. All right. I mean, like, I last year, Yuji Nagata was in it, and I think he won last year. Yeah. Well, that Nagata was... was in this one, too. Yeah, I, I know that. There were some yeah. really cool people in this, too. Like, I didn't know Taka worked for New Japan. Yeah, I thought he did some appearances, but I'm not too sure. Delirious? Oh, How random was that? That's that's well, delirious. I Does don't know. He, he was do over New Japan, though. I uh, well, with the with the engagement with Ring of Honor and stuff, but I also think that. But I thought uh, they ended delirious, that. Well, delirious, I think, was over there promoting um, Women of Honor with Stardom. Oh yeah, yeah. Because delirious is one of the. Uh, higher-ups at Ring of Honor, so he's been posing with the championship and stuff like that, so I think he may have been over there uh, doing it's, that sort of stuff. It's always weird seeing like him pop up, like Cheeseburger, too. He was in in previous time, too, but... Yeah. It's just I don't it's always weird seeing that. Yeah, El Desperado, I kind of hope for more uh, from when he came in and stuff like that. But, yeah, so you had the New Japan Rumbles kicking off the event. Who is Chase Owens? He's a says he's a member of Bullet Club. Bullet Club, yeah, Bullet Club member. Since when? Uh, fairly recently, I believe. I believe recently. Oh. Well, the first match of the main card kicked off the show. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships were on the line. Young Bucks picking up the victory uh, and the championships over Rapungi 3K. Yeah, seven-time uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champs. Yeah, breaking their own record of six-time. Yeah, uh, really awesome accomplishment for them. I mean, whether regardless of whether or not you love them or hate them or anything like that, you got to respect that uh, that sort of a feat. Yeah, I mean, the only team that like comes anywhere close to that are. Um... 
Rapungi Vice, you got Devitt and Taguchi, and then uh, Gato and Jado. Yeah. Plus, if you figure, Young Bucks have kept. Uh, and that's only the four. Odd. That's four reigns, by the way. Four? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Young. Wait, what's four? For the Gato, Jado, oh. Taguchi, Prince Devitt, Rapungi. Yeah. Yes. Um, you had Rocky Romero at ringside as well, and it was a good match. It was a good match. Um, I, I wasn't surprised that the Young Bucks won, though. Mm, yeah. But, uh, uh, I don't know. There were some spots that, you know, typical what? typical spots that uh, would take place in a Young Buck match. Well, I think that that's not just specifically Young Buck anymore. I mean, I know that you're not that big of a fan of it. I just don't get I don't understand how you don't sell. You would hate the four-way match. I loved it. Oh, I don't know. I I still have to check it out. I didn't get like, to see I feel like that, match. I feel like that style of wrestling is just like the 205 style of wrestling now. It's but 205 quick... Live, they sell, so no, it's not. You can't say well, that. Well, I think... Well, I think that it's very similar and that they, a lot comes from Dragon Gate. I, I think Dragon Gate really started getting that sort of a form out there and then it started to catch on more and more. I don't know. 205 Live, they actually sell and, and have matches. They're not going to hit a, a backstabber and get up right away just to feed into a super kick or whatever it was. Mm. It just doesn't make sense to me. Nah, I, and I'm a I'm the total opposite. I'm a fan of all of that. I think that some of that stuff is cool. Some of it's overdone, but I, I I'm always entertained by it. But I never go into it expecting to get something like a uh, I expect to get some sort of a gymnastic performance or something like that. You know, like I'm I'm expecting a spot fest. I'm not expecting anything less than that or more than that. Uh, but you had a gauntlet match for the Never Openweight Six Man Tag Team Championship on the line. Chaos picked up the victory over Bullet Club, the champ, the former champs. You had Elgin and War Machine, Suzuki Gun, and Taguchi Japan. Um, awesome to see Trent Beretta getting that championship. So, War Machine showing up at Takeover Philly. Uh, you know what? Maybe. I mean, apparently Ricochet and uh, who else? Blanchard, I think, or Baker Tommy was uh, just kidding. Yeah, uh, was backstage at SmackDown. So who knows? Maybe he'll be showing up alongside. Only mm-hmm. time will tell. Yeah. Well, uh, good he, match. He dates Tessa Blanchard, so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. That's Adam Cole. Cole. Yep, yep. I, I always confuse who's dating who. Yeah. Uh, Jenny's mad with Johnny? Jenny's, <laughs> Jen, Jenny's mad at Johnny? Whatever. I don't even know what that's from. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you had Kota Ibushi taking yeah. on and defeating Cody. Um, I thought the ending was a little, like off out of nowhere but uh i i really enjoyed this match and i saw a lot of people were like oh this match was a lot better than i expected i was like i don't know why they were expecting it to be like yeah it's good i thought it was a fine match i mean i didn't see any flaw with it i mean i I, the only thing i didn't like was the ending but i don't know once again I, i it was exactly what i expected same thing with those like the the spot fest match 
uh, matches, it, it's exactly what I expected. I expected a straightforward match, and that's what it was. Yeah, and like people are like, oh, it's so it's so terrible that ROH took the title off Cody, and it's like, well, why? I said it the other week. I was like, I'm pretty sure Ibushi's going over, and that's why they took it off him. I mean, because yeah. they're gonna have that title on the line when. And plus, you get to start off the new year with Dalton Castle, someone who was rumored to go to WWE before resigning with Ring of Honor. It's, I don't know. Sometimes I don't understand what other fans are, like, really thinking about. I feel like they're, they're marked them, like, of all of it, just encompasses all of the thought process. I like the, uh, I guess, like, the two biggest spots of this match for everybody was... The uh, triangle moonsault that Ibushi does so flawlessly every single time. Yeah. And uh, then the crossroads off of the ring apron was was really good. Yeah, that was really cool. I like the spot. Very simple, but where Ibushi was holding Brandy, and then Cody Rhodes just uh, punched him right in the face. Yeah, and then they looked at each other like evil. Yeah. Like evil evilness between that couple where they were like, oh, yeah, just kidding. Yeah, Brandy they just started laughing. Man, yeah, I, 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 I digged it. Uh, next up, you had Los Ingobernables. 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 I'm never going to say that correctly. Ingobernables. Just say Ingobernables. Ingobernables. Quick, what is it? Ingobernables. 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 Picked up the victory over Killer Elite Squad, the champs, to become the IWGP Tag Team Champions. Uh, very awesome to see both Evil and Sonata um, make names for themselves over the past few years. I mean, you had Evil over with WrestlePro, PWS, whatever you call it. Uh, he was over there for a while, and then he was with Ring of Honor. And then you have Sonata with TNA. Yeah. Uh, going with the – what what gimmick? Um, Great Muda. Yeah. But I just – I don't understand – did they say Sonata is now going after who? What do you mean? They, did, I just saw from today's show. Didn't they say Sonata went after somebody? No, uh, Suzuki. I don't think Sonata. I could swear I read Sonata from somewhere. I'm not too sure. Yeah, well. Uh, you had... This was my one of my favorite matches of the night. It was go-to picking up the victory over Suzuki uh, to become the never-openweight champion. And it was a hair-versus-hair match. Uh, no seconds, death match. Um, and this was a, exactly what I expected. It was a strong style, tough, tough match. Uh, I was a big fan of it, and I'm not surprised. I didn't, I didn't get to see it yet, though. So. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of this match, but I'm also more of a fan of, like, that strong style when it's done correctly, you know, instead of, like, Shibata where it's, like, headbutt, 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 headbutt. And you're like, ooh, come on, stop doing the headbutt. Yeah, dude, it's... Sonata went after Okada. No, all right. Interesting, but cool. I mean, these are two young wrestlers that, I mean, not... These are two young bucks. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, next up, you had Willow Spree pick up the victory over Marty Skrull, the champion, Takahashi and Kishida for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. First time defended in a four-way match. Um, awesome, awesome match. Marty Skrull's entrance was sick. 
Uh, did you see that picture that Cody Rhodes tweeted out? Yeah, I saw he made it himself or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't I don't know why everyone like went crazy for it. I don't. Just, I, don't I thought it was cool. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't like not cool, but like, I I also just like his entrance. Like I like his theme song and stuff like that too. Yeah. So, but this match was a huge spot fest. Um, but it was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed this match as well. You would totally hate it. Uh, give it four out of ten stars. Four uh, out of ten. Yeah, but this stars. match I like. Yeah. Well, for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, Tanahashi successfully retaining that title over Jay White. I uh, last week or whenever we went over this, I think it was last week. I suggested perhaps Jay White wins and then uh bullet club comes over to uh recruit him that didn't happen although bullet club did end up trying to recruit him at today's show yeah that's interesting but he turned him down yeah kenny omega tried to uh get jay white to join but then jay white turned on kenny omega not really turning it's just like bro i'm good i mean he attacked him but he he went with, along with it. They both raised each other's hands, arms, and then he hit him with his finisher. But yeah, so Tanahashi picked him the victory. Surprising, kind of like just because Jay White, it was his debut and stuff like that. I I thought that Jay White could have went over. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had the No DQ match, IWGP US title on the line. Kenny Omega picking up the victory over Chris Jericho. Uh, good match. I was a I was a fan of this match. I didn't. I just was disappointed. Why? What did you expect? Like, everyone built it as, oh, this is going to be the best match ever. And I was like, I know it's not going to be the best match ever. So but then, then, I, then I watched it after everybody it still said. it was the best match ever. Yeah, so. but everyone's still saying it was the best match ever. So that's what I'm not like. I'm like, am I wrong in this? Like, I'm definitely in the minority there. The I, only I, the only other time I felt like this was Chris Jericho versus Rob Van Dam in 2013 on Monday Night Raw at Barclays Center, when everyone's like, "Oh, this is the best match ever! Oh my God, this match was so good!" And then like, it's not, it wasn't good at all. Dude, there's so many marks out there that are gonna jump on every train so qu- all the bandwagons so quickly. I just I felt like this match was like it started off perfectly fine with like the Young Bucks, Jericho pushing or not doing anything. Jericho like get out of the ring and like all the referees get out of the ring and then they just right into it start throwing fists but yeah then, then slowly but surely turned into a match that looked super scripted i i, I just thought i didn't fine. i didn't, didn't get it and then there were spots I, all over that match that just didn't make sense i liked it i didn't i didn't not like it i didn't i was a fan of it i didn't like the spot the table spot yeah, that didn't uh, make sense. Like he held like he, there's no way he should have been holding on to the rope like that. I, I think that the first either if he didn't go through that first, uh, what was it, uh, knee to the face or something, if or something like that. If he didn't go through that first time, then that second time where Omega hit him with the running start, Jericho should have just released really quickly to go through the table and not tease that entire. I'm falling back. Oh, I'm not falling back. I'm falling back. And I'm letting go. I thought that that was not the best. Yeah, I didn't get the the whole rope usage. 
of of the. I mean, it like, was. Oh, it was now there's rope break. No, there now there's not rope break. Yeah, that, that could have just no that could have just been a mistake in the match. I don't. Right? I don't know. I have it no could idea. have just been a referee. No, because it kept happening on and off. Yeah. So and, it, and it I hate. I like they did the same spot with Okada last year. Yeah, it may have just been the referee messing up by accident. Multiple um, times? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I have. I I would like almost bet that that match was scripted to a T. It could have been, but that I. What's the problem with that? I, I, Most matches. I mean, for a me, good I watched it. I watched it, and it didn't look good. I I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. I'm not saying it was a bad match, but it just wasn't a good match for me. It wasn't. I thought it was good. It, it did. I don't think it. Was I was match of the year, but it was good. I was highly disappointed with this. I don't know. I thought I thought it was, and I, I thought, know I'm in the minority, but whatever. I don't. Well, you're also in the minority of a ton of uh, marks. I'm gonna keep on using that term because that's exactly what they are. I mean, you have people jumping on board saying, "Oh, ten out of ten, five out of five, whatever." Well, I, mean, I mean, look at the hot topic store. Two of the best-selling shirts in Hot Topic are Jericho's and Bullet Club. I mean, you, you try to put up an argument, and you're automatically wrong because it's not the, uh, I don't know. Like, how dare favorite? you say that, that this match was the best match ever I've ever seen, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, yeah. for me, I mean, even though... Every, everyone has different tastes. I even mean, though I Undertaker like... versus Shawn Michaels might have been, like, super scripted, didn't seem like that, and it was... One of the best matches, if not the best match I've ever seen. Uh, and that's the that's the thing. It didn't do that much for me, that match. I, their first seen... match. Their next match was awful. Yeah. Uh, even their first match. Yeah, I don't that know. That first match was the it best was... match I've ever seen. Like, everyone's like, Ricky Steamboat, Randy Sandwich, blah, blah, blah. That match I watch is garbage to me. And, I mean, come on now. You want to talk about scripted, you go right back to that match. Yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. Um, I think that there's I, – I think that out of even Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, stuff like that, there's other matches out there that I would say that I, I don't, would put ahead. I don't see how. Yeah, everyone has different tastes. I feel like a lot of people tend to forget that everyone has a different taste and opinion. And I think it's kind of crummy that you tell someone, hey, you know what? I di- totally disagree with you. That match isn't – that match that you think was really good – it stinks, and then automatically you are incorrect. That's what you do. I, if I say I think the best match oh, I've, I've ever seen, I think if I said to you the best match that I've ever seen live was was Sasha Banks versus Bailey at Takeover Brooklyn, I would I would disagree. See, <laughs> you're just doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm you not can't saying disagree. That you weren't there. You weren't my eyes. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there. So I can't comment on it, but I, I, I don't can't. even. I honestly don't even think you watched that match in full. But I didn't tell you that you were wrong. You just, I mean, you just said no. I, I didn't. disagree with you. You're allowed to your opinion. You just said but I disagree Okada, with you. Okada, uh, the champion, he retained his championship, the IWGP championship, over Naito, and this match I think was this. I think was the match of the night. If any match of the year candidates are from this card, it's this one, not. Jericho Omega. This match was awesome. And I'm so disappointed that Naito didn't pick up the victory. I mean, it he should have. Yeah. I mean, dude, Okada when he had the did you watch the full match or no? You just yeah. skimmed through it? Yeah, I did the highlights. When Okada had the uh 
the Cobra clutch locked in and like yeah. completely like rolling through it for like an hour, what seemed like an hour, was like that was phenomenal. I mean, it's they like were you so think many... the match is about to be over, and there was so much more after that. Yeah, I, I thought that the false finishes were very smart. I thought that the builds were really well. I thought that the low points when it was like kind of nothing, not too much going on, it was it was very well balanced. You know, yeah, you didn't spend too long with the rest holders, too long with the low. Dude, uh, even like the like missing missing the rainmaker and then and then hitting it again. Yeah. It was just like, this was, a, just, this was a good match. Yeah, I'm just disappointed about the outcome, you know? I I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm just disappointed Okada was wearing pants. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I'm surprised. I mean, at the end, I really thought that was it for Okada. I thought that he was definitely going yeah. to... Again, I thought you were going to say, I'm surprised he was wearing pants. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> definitely not going to say that, but... But, like, uh, come on, it was pretty shocking he was wearing pants. Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I didn't I didn't expect him to wear pants. Yeah. Yeah. Now finally, maybe somebody will create a, a good attire on, uh, or not a good one, another good one. I feel like on yeah. on two K eighteen, it's always like the same Okada outfit. Yeah, um, but it's going to be very interesting. Let's not forget Okada was at. Uh, wwe last year yeah but so that's who, probably who not no of course but i mean even still it's nice to it's fun to speculate what can happen in 2018 especially stemming from this and then you had the new year's uh dash yeah with chris jericho is just like yeah bro i'm staying here for another week yeah i think, <laughs> I think that's awesome i mean I, I don't really i'm not a fan of the idea of jericho coming back to wwe too much I think stay in New Japan. But when he does do it, it's like it's always like a surprise. Yeah, but I think stay in New Japan for now. Expand like I, I mean, I I'm just, not going to say don't expand how, your expand your palette or anything like that because I he's done everything. I don't see how Chris Jericho will miss the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. I kind of hope that he whatever he does, I hope he doesn't rush out of his New Japan stay. I just want to see him on Monday Night Raw though. I don't. Yeah, I, even if it's like that one-off appearance or whatever, you can't have the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw without Chris Jericho. I know, but still, he had one I don't... Of the biggest moments, the biggest debut in Monday Night Raw history. I, I just don't want it to end his New Japan stuff right now. He's about to start a feud with Naito. I want to see that play out. And then I want to see what else he can do against some of these other competitors over there. I mean, especially if, who knows how long he still has. He may be doing this because he's coming down to the end of his his wrestling career, and he wants to retire soon. Or they offered that, him money. Maybe. I mean, he's turning he's turning forty eight this year. Yeah, I mean, I I would like to see him stay New Japan, but and then like you mentioned before, and then Suzuki uh, attacked Tanahashi, and he's going to be going after that Intercontinental Championship. Um. Yeah, so it's cool that I, the day I after actually all didn't of this... mention that you mentioned that. <laughs> no, no, no. But you mentioned the, I mentioned uh... I said Sonata. Yeah, I know, but you mentioned the day after. Also, so Chris on. Jericho versus Naito. I think that's going to be a way better match than Omega too. Which is funny because that's a. I think it's going to be different. Hill. I mean, all of these. I think that these wrestlers, you can't. I mean, there's just totally different aspects to this match. 
Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho and then Chris Jericho versus Naito. They're both different uh, styles of that match. Same yeah, thing they're with, both, obviously, yeah, they're both different styles. But... Yeah, same, same thing with Goto versus Suzuki. You have the, the four-way match, the Young Bucks, uh, Ibushi, Cody, like we mentioned before. All of what I really liked about this card was every match had some sort of a different style to it. Yeah, yeah no, but like, I'm saying, like, this match, I think, could be better than Jericho versus Omega. I, I agree with you. I totally, I could see it. I think it can be. And I hope, I hope this isn't, like, the end of Jay White in New Japan. Uh, I would assume no, it's not. He, but, yeah, he's uh, going to go on a feud with Omega. I mean, if he loses to Omega, then, yeah, I'd say that it's not going to go too much. Yeah, but that was definitely. I mean, if Jay White becomes the United States champion, maybe we'll see that. I mean, it's more plausible because Jay White. I mean, I don't know. What? I mean, you could see Jay White over in the United States, I feel like, even though I don't know how often that happens. Yeah, but why is that going to make a well, difference? I, I don't know. I. Figure they're doing the U.S. shows soon. Yeah, but I he's think. not even from the U.S. Right. I'm not saying he's from the U.S. I'm saying like you could see him over oh. in the United States, perhaps. I don't. I don't know how often we do see him. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel don't like even I, know I don't how often it. that is. I feel like I. I don't see him booked too often. I mean, but he was also with Ring of Honor, uh, and now New Japan. So. It may depend on contract. I mean, well, I think yeah, the only I mean, places where, that I saw him was at, like, Wrestle Circus. Well, but I'm saying, like, the first time that... I feel like the first time we would have seen him, like, here was ROH. Yeah, that's... I mean, two. I think two years ago, you started over there. Um, But I think that one of the people that is really surprising with how far they have Fallen? come... No, come along and changed? Marty Skrull. I think over the years, compared to where he was on TNA Boot Camp. Well, yeah, he took Jack Gallagher's gimmick. Yeah, with Party Marty. (laughs) I mean, you had Party Marty gimmick and stuff, and he was with one of the Blossom Twins. And now he's the villain of pro wrestling. And I think it's it's really awesome that he was able to take a character and just totally shift everything that he was doing into something – Totally on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, this is, I would say, definitely better than Party Marty. Oh, 100%. And, and he's improved a ton in the ring compared to back then. I mean, he wasn't bad back then, but now he's he's really honed his craft of the bad guy, you know? Like, in the match, I think that, I think he almost did everything that the, a villain should, a uh, heel should do in the match. He did the powder to the face, he did the... The breaking of the finger, the stopping say, of the hand. Did he try to drop an anvil or light some, uh, some Pretty, uh, what is I mean, it? firecrackers or whatever? TNT, dynamite? Yeah, TNT, yeah, dynamite. I had what, the word and it went away. Acme? Yeah. Acme, dynamite? But, yeah, no, awesome show, though. But, yeah, that's Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, and uh, it's probably all we'll mention of the promotion this year <laughs> it's funny like as i was watch, i mean while i was up at like three in the morning i was like let me just try to like 
order it and i couldn't order it i didn't know how to i tried like i tried <laughs> to google how to order i went to the new japan world website didn't understand any of it yeah and i was like i guess i'm not ordering <laughs> well there you go there i had a customer but we watched the uh i mean i watched the the pre-show that night with um or not that night the night before with the uh the video game news that I thought was going to be bigger than it was. Mm -hmm. But it was just an expansion pack for Fire Pro Wrestling. Well, I think that's still big news because I mean, not, it's the first time that they've no, actually... It's not big news to me. People go crazy no, for that yeah. game, but I don't... I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that game, but realistically, I've only played it... Well, actually, I, I did get hooked on it, uh, but it was an emulator, you know? I haven't played it recently. And it's just totally different from the highly graphic, the high graphics that of like uh, yeah. 2K that you have. Yeah, it's like very, very low graphics, but still, in, still enjoyable though. They give you parts, I guess, to create absolutely everybody you could ever want to create. Yeah, I mean, and you, yeah, you can do pretty much any match that you want to have. Death from yeah, death those, matches like those are cool ever. that they have like the death matches and stuff, but. Yeah, I, I think that Fire Pro is really awesome. But I think that's cool that they do have that uh, agreement with New Japan now. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with all that. Yeah, it comes with a story mode and at least the IWGP championship. And then they uh, they had the, the demo was being played. Kushida versus makabe yeah makabe looked like he was having the time of his life and then he lost <laughs> it was so funny yeah um yeah so awesome stuff but yeah they advertise uh, on like the main picture for it they advertise naito uh, omega okada makabe i'm gonna assume that's uh uh kushida maybe i can't tell if it's a small picture and then uh tanahashi well there you go there you have it. That is uh, New Japan for the year, or at least until D Dominion, because they usually have a oh, really it's, good... It's, it wasn't even. It was Taguchi. There you go. That, yeah. So uh, let's uh, take a little break right now, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Amazing Kong, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome, Welcome back, back to Marking Out, episode 361. I thought we were going to do that together. Oh, I thought that but I, guess, I was not going to rain I on guess, your parade. I guess maybe the blizzard is uh, throwing off your game, perhaps? You know what? It may be this blizzard outside. Is A it still blizzard? snowing by you? No. Is it still snowing by you? No. <laughs> yeah, it stopped blizzarding yesterday at like 4. Uh, it just, it just kept, yeah, about the same. It just kept blowing here, though. We had like seven foot drifts. Yeah, it was very windy. It was insane. Like we couldn't even get out of our house. No, it's very windy. It is, you know what? It, it is, uh, I don't know. What's so it's special funny. about this compared to the other years? Well, I mean, well, this was, no? this wasn't like as, as, I mean, this was a big snowstorm. We had another big snowstorm the other year too. A few I mean, years I, back. I don't think it was anything that wild. I guess I think it's because of the wind, though. It was like super yeah. windy, and I I don't think I've seen snow like this in in quite some time. It was like really fine powder. It wasn't like mm -hmm. thick or anything. It was oh, easy, up here it was it, easier to shovel. Up here it was pretty 
you had some thick uh, snowflakes. But it's funny. It's like I'm not used to like I don't have like clothes to wear during snowstorms, so I'm just not comfortable and stuff like that. I think it's time to buy some sweatpants and uh, sweatshirts. I just no sweatpants. I meant like snow pants. Well, I think you need both. And I have like I'll, I'll rock. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. My uh, my ugly Christmas sweater party sweatshirt uh-huh. that I wear. But uh, I, I wore boots for the first time in a long time. That I guess my brother left here after he moved. He left to Florida. Doesn't need boots, I guess. Nah, unless so, it starts snowing down there soon. I mean, who knows? Well, I mean, it did snow in Tallahassee, but he's way more south than that. Did it? Yeah. What's snow in Tallahassee? Are we talking like just, you know, some frost no. on the grass? No, that was Orlando. Frost on the grass. Interesting. Yeah. And you got the, the lizards falling out of the trees and stuff. People that's don't realize cool. that that's true until it actually happens again. When I was down there in like 2008, I think it was, we went on a cruise. It was colder in Florida than it was here. And you had you had lizards or whatever falling out of the trees. Blizzards falling out of the trees. I said lizards, not blizzards. Oh, lizards. Yeah. I, I did see the lizard falling out of the tree. I saw a picture of that. That's odd. I mean, I'm... I guess they just can't handle the uh, the cold. No, they, well, they freeze, but they, they don't, I don't think they die. I think you just move them <laughs> into the sun and then they reanimate. Reanimator. Yeah. But it's weird. Huh. I guess they call this a bomb cyclone. I've never heard that term in my life. Yeah, ever. same here. It's like I went to Friendly's as a kid. I got a bomb cyclone. I got <laughs> but, D-bomb cyclone. Yeah, but now they're called frenzies. But they they do have blizzards at Dairy Queen. Frenzies. I was not not impressed with Dairy Queen's blizzard, but I don't know. I haven't. I don't think I've had Dairy Queen ever. But like you've had uh, an option like that, like a like a frenzy, like a blizzard, a a, a McFlurry, if you will. I mean, I've had a McFlurry before. Yeah, so they're all the same. Yeah, some some have better ice creams than others. Um, Carvel has, I think theirs is the Carvalanche. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, all right, let's get on to it. Let's speak about some sports entertainment and some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, by the way, I went to uh, IHOP the other night, too, on a whim. I asked my friend, I was like, oh, you want to get food? And he's like, where would you go? I was like, I don't know where would you go. I'm not like going to pick some some far off place. And then you're like, I'm not going that far. Yeah. And he's like, how about IHOP? And I was like, okay. And I went to IHOP's website. They got all you can eat pancakes for $3.99. Yeah, I saw the commercial the other day. I didn't, $3.99 for all you could, you start with five pancakes. The normal stack is, I think, is six. How months. many, how many did you go through? I went through nine. Nine? Yeah, nine pancakes, not stacks. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but they're big pancakes. Like they're not yeah. just uh, silver dollar pancakes. No, yeah, they're they're normal size pancakes. Although yeah, they did I, get smaller once I finished my first round, but that could just be uh-huh. like pancakes aren't uniformly shaped. I don't know, or it was just like your eye on the prize that you could you were determined to get done with the uh, ten of them. 
don't know. I, I, I wasn't determined. I, well, I, I, I was going to ask what the record was just to see, but I'm sure they don't even – like I don't know if they know yeah, it or not. But It's too heavy for me. I could probably do four of them and then or three of them, and then I get full. No, nah, dude. I well, mean, I, mean, you, I mean, you could start off with the five. Yeah, I, I get full way too quickly off of the pancakes. It's all the bread and stuff. Yeah, we had we had warm syrup with it. Always good. Yeah. Always good. And my my classic diet coke. The classic diet. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a Francesca impression. Oh, Nobody interesting. That. Yeah. But well, uh, Monday Night Raw kicking off with Kurt Angle, um, basically confirming that John Cena was in the Raw Rubble. Yeah. Uh, and then saying that the rules for both Royal Rumbles are exactly the same. Women over going the over the top rope, which is a shock to me. And that's good. I, I only see that spelling disaster. Because yeah. how often does this... Well, we saw it We saw it in NXT recently-ish. Yeah. When they had their Battle Royal. And I don't think it was terrible then. But you had women that, like... Yeah, you're bringing in people that have yeah. been wrestling for right. <laughs> so, but like I, I can't like. We'll we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. It, it goes back to that New Japan stuff where people have expectations of specific matches, and that the women's Royal Rumble match. My expectations are exactly as I feel like the match is going to be. I'm not expecting it to be a a huge awesome. Match. I expected to be very. But again, it it really it, it could be though if they like if they get they start off with two workhorses, and right. then number three comes out and it's like a big surprise return or a debut. Oh, it's sloppy and slow. I I think that that's how the match is going to go. I think we're going to have a lot of a good amount of people missing the top rope. Um, he you know, announced that the women's Royal Rumble is also thirty participants. Yeah. Bar comes out interrupting Kurt Angle, demanding a rematch. And he's like, you'll get it when I say you'll get it. Well, uh, Cesaro, yeah. And uh, then, what do you mean Cesaro? You said Kurt Angle demanding a rematch. Did I? Yeah. But yeah, no, you're... I'm pretty sure I said they demanded a rematch, and Kurt Angle said you'll get it when I say you get it. I guess uh, only one person out of the two of us will find out the true... uh, Yeah. Happens but Jason Jordan comes out arguing with the bar, and uh oh. books a singles match against Cesaro. Rollins comes out, he goes, what the hell are you doing? He goes, you don't understand, everything that you do now affects me. This is exactly what you, they wanted, it's a handicap, it's two on one, this is exactly what they wanted you to do, you fall right into it, You and he, he just puts, like, bashes him. Pretty hard. Yeah, but uh, Jason Jordan went on to defeat Cesaro, which uh, it's weird because it seems like every single match, it's uh, every single week, it's like Jason Jordan's gimmick to have a bum body part. Yeah, his bum leg. I mean, Rollins wasn't supportive at all during this match. And well, towards the end he was. Yeah, but then even at the end when they raised the arms together, yeah, he was uh, Jason Jordan... Like, just started going off onto himself, leaving pretty much Rollins to nothing. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I mean, from the earlier segment, it seems like Seth is going to kind of mentor him. I think it's going to be more of a 
Seth is going to drop him. Is going to be annoyed by him? Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm hoping is going to happen because Double J is not floating it for me. Well, uh, I think he, he's getting, he, he is talented in the ring, very talented in the ring. But this entire gimmick of the entitled gimmick is just not really doing much. Well, as of now, I see it more of a mentor type of thing, which is exactly uh, what American Alpha needed on the main roster. Except it was supposed to be Kurt Angle with them. Or Shelton instead Benjamin. of Kurt Angle in the Kurt Angle position could have been Shelton getting single titles like he deserves to. That's exactly what it should have been. Yeah. It should have been like that. You had something, you had something good with Double J and uh, Gable, and there was no reason to break that up. It's very stupid. Yeah. Especially for this. Especially for what they're doing with both of them. I mean, at least with Gable, they're starting to, and then Double J, they're starting to, but it just doesn't make any sense. Um, but next up, you had Bray Wyatt uh, picking up a victory over Apollo. Uh, ringside was Titus and Dana. Which, um, it's like, there's no way Apollo Crews was winning this, but I didn't think this match was going to be as long as it was. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be a quick thing, but like... Cruz got so much, so many moves in there. I was a fan of it. I he he landed that sh- that standing shooting star press. Bray Wyatt, I liked when he sits up, sets up for Sister Abigail. Dana Brooke gets up on the ring apron. Yeah, and they just stared at each other, and then she like gets scared, hops off into Titus's arms, kind of uh, kind of Scooby Doo ish. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then Bray gets the victory and. Matt Hardy appears on the screen and then appears again on the screen and again and again and again. Just laughing. I, I thought that was funny. Super yeah. trippy, yeah. I like I got dizzy for a second watching that. <laughs> uh, next up you had Nia I was waiting, Jackson. I was waiting to see a sailboat in between it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't next know if up you had, get that I, or not. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, uh, mall rats. No, next I, up, not mall rats, just the, the picture in general. Oh, uh, well, I, I thought the picture, but like also... you, like you have you have that picture hanging in your house. I think, if I still recall, yeah, we have a few of them. Yeah, I don't so think they're like... boats. I think spaceship. Um, but next up, you had Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss backstage. Alexa Bliss trying to recruit Nia Jax to be at her side for her upcoming match against Oscar, which uh, Kurt Angle set up earlier in the night. Um, and Nia Jax is like, nah, I, I got to go bring Enzo some soup. Which is Enzo had the flu. Yeah, he uh, was in the hospital with the flu. But you're telling me she had to go because the soup was getting cold. Yeah, where a, were they? A, you're telling me the the hospital that Enzo would be at doesn't have <laughs> a microwave? And plus, where were they? B, B, you're telling me Nia Jax made soup from scratch in an arena? Where does she get the ingredients from? Wait, wait, wait. But where was Raw? In Miami. Oh, Raw was in Florida? Yeah, why? Where'd you think? No, I I didn't. Because it it wouldn't have made sense even further if they were in, let's say, Philadelphia or something and Enzo's in Florida. Oh, no, they were. he is. As long as they they were were. the same. Okay. And then, like, uh, even more so, the hospital doesn't have soup? Well, I mean, they do have soup. So what the hell? It's actually not too bad. She was bringing a can of a a can of cold Campbell's chicken noodle soup inside of a Tupperware. 
Yeah. It's like, I don't want this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and then she left Liz her. gave her an ultimatum. She mm-hmm. said, it's you, it's me or Enzo. And she chose Enzo. Yeah, this is only going to end in a heartache, I feel. Yeah, now she's on Total Divas trying to tell her to get married to Buddy Murphy or break up with him. Yeah, they they had uh, – I did watch all of that the other day. They had a, uh, a marathon going. And I got to say, the most entertaining thing is Rusev. Rusev is hilarious, especially with Larry Steve. Right, Larry Steve? Yeah. Stevie Larry, Larry Steve. I thought that, that his reaction was hilarious. And then his reaction in general to everything that goes around him is just funny. Like, like when Lana was kissing girls? Yeah, from that. And then when they were in the bar and Lana storms out of the bar and he was just like just he sitting like, there. Yes, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, all right, well, bye. <laughs> yeah. um, but Natalia, oh, my God. She's back at it again feuding with someone on that show with some drama. It's fake, David. I, I No, it's still real to me. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's hilarious. I do love it. So Asuka picking up the victory over Alexa Bliss. Oh, why why is Becky Lynch not like on the show? Like, yeah, like I mean, are they like I don't get why some other wrestlers it's tough to see all these women doing so much together. I guess they and don't wanna I like I guess they don't wanna follow that many people. It, yeah, but it's like weird that like you have all this grouping together. Like for the bell for I mean, to be fair, party. they they all have like the other significant others are are workers too. Look how well it turned out with Vinny or whatever his name was, Vinny and and Cameron. I don't even remember. I don't know even. Vinny was Rusev before Rusev was Rusev. Uh, Not really, but but like I'm surprised with like I mean with Becky Lynch like she wouldn't be invited to Bree's party. Or whatever, you know? It's like weird seeing these some women that are, are like left out just because they're not on the show. They went to TakeOver. What's that? They probably went to TakeOver. Oh. Well, watch. <laughs> some, of these, some of these other women are actually there, and they're just not shown on camera. Or they were at TakeOver. Yeah, or they were at TakeOver. Unless it wasn't even uh, on the same night. Mm. But Asuka picks up the victory over Alexa Bliss, which I thought... Uh, was a damn good match. I I agree with you. I thought it was a really good match. I was um, still super disappointed that they never gave Alexa Bliss that title in NXT. This I think uh, this match. I think this match, if it was given just a little bit more time, could have a hundred percent been a main event to a takeover. I don't think that Alexa Bliss was ready on NXT. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I think that it would be. I think that if you put Oscar versus Bliss on NXT, like. Back then, we wouldn't have had as good of a match as we have tonight. I feel yeah. like Alexa Bliss kind of did the op- kind of did the opposite of a lot of other wrestlers, where she kind of honed in everything and became. She well, really we didn't really get Alexa to see. Bliss we didn't get on- to see much of her, like develop. No, but I feel like we we saw Alexa Bliss become Alexa Bliss that we know today on the main roster, as opposed to NXT where. Uh, Asuka was developed and a lot of other wrestlers. Um, speaking of that, I, I was reading apparently WWE gave up, has given up on Bailey, but that's what Dave Meltzer says. 
does that mean? You hear that every week. I don't know. That just means that she's winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> um, so but, I think it was yeah. a good match. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Braun Strowman picking up the victory over Rhino and Asterix Heath Slater. Yeah. Um, um, Slater got up on the ring apron and Strowman gets on the mic and goes, Get down or get in the match. Or something like that. And then Heath Slater got in the match. So... And a lot of people are complaining, like, oh, it should have been a DQ. Why is it not a DQ? Well, he, he invited him to yeah. make it a handicap match. Yeah, so. But, like, Braun Strowman hit uh, Rhino and Heath Slater with, like, 90 running power slams, and that was that. Yeah, that was all she wrote. Uh, I don't know how that's making oh. him more extreme. I... I just see it as Slater standing up for himself a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, showing that he does have some guts. He could stand up and fight for Rhino. Rhino doesn't have to uh, be the only person that always helps out Slater, that Slater can help out Rhino here and there. Yeah. But that didn't turn out too well. Uh, uh, Strowman, next... Strowman ran into Kane in the back. And Kane's like, we should team up to take out Lesnar at, at the Rumble. And Strowman's like, I don't need to team up with anybody. Stupid exactly. move, though. You should definitely always, if somebody's offering it. Yeah, but how can you trust Kane? Even I've... still, two, though. Two against one. Yeah. You know? Uh, next up, you had Roman Reigns backstage with Seth Rollins. Um, quick segment where they were just talking, where he was amping up Reigns. And then you had... Double J coming in there, pretty much protect, acting as if he was oh, right, as if Dean Ambrose. The shield. Yeah, and they kind of like looked at him as if he had a third eye. And I just, that just added onto it even more as to, I just see Seth Rollins getting kind of fed up with Double J. And it's going to, if anything, I feel like this is going to turn into Rollins versus Jordan. Um, but this led right into Roman Reigns. Well, before defense. before that even, I think Samoa Joe absolutely killed it on the microphone again. Saying to, uh, he spoke to Renee Young and he's like, Dean Ambrose is a stay-at-home husband, mooching off of his wife, saying that to his wife. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with this match, if Roman Reigns was DQ'd, he'd lose the title. And I think it's weird that the referee was trying to stop Roman Reigns from, like, being DQ'd. Yeah. It's like, oh, you you care that much, bro? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so... I'll I'll be honest, I skipped really quickly through this match, and I didn't care. I I cannot... I I did this last week, too. I like this match. Joe pushed Roman Reigns into the referee... And the ref's like, oh, what are you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, clearly Roman Reigns didn't just push you. Yeah. And then, I, and then the referee didn't DQ Roman Reigns, and Joe got pissed off. So he's arguing with the referee. And that gave him just enough time to get hit with a spear. But I think I this, was a, this was another damn good match. I, you could tell me that they're all really good and stuff like that from all of their matches, but I just can't get into Joe versus Reigns. I don't care to. I don't. I don't have the desire to. It's not a match that I am. What what starts the fire in you? What starts the fire in me? To be honest, if it was a spot fest. What's the air <laughs> that you breathe? The air that I breathe. If it was a uh, strong style. Do you watch the flames burning higher and higher? 
No, no, no. That I leave to Kane. There is no desire? No, no desire. You have no idea what that is. No, no. <laughs> that's that Bret Hart theme song. Bret Hart theme song. That tribute video? I don't know. You start the I fire I in know. me? I, I don't know. Well. Well, talking about fire starters, Alexander. Drew Gulak. I, yeah. Reading a note from Enzo about not being able to compete for the Cruiserweight Championship that night, uh, which then... Cedric Alexander comes out getting kind of pissed off. Challenges the Zoe train to a tag team match. Kind of, I think that's how it went down. Yeah, but he didn't have and a tag like, team. Yeah, they were like, you don't even have a tag team partner. And he goes, I, I have tons of friends. Any friend could come out right now and help me out. Smart move for me, I think, would have been for Nice to come out and help him. Why? Because the Zoe train did away with Tony Nice. Okay. Treated him like garbage. So that's only natural to have Tony Nese come out and step up for against them. Even and, better. And you, could have, you could have had Tony Nese turn on on Cedric during the match even and rejoin the Zoe train. But this is even better. But Goldust came out. And uh, he goes, I know we don't really know each other, but yeah, sure, I'll be your friend. And became friends, and Cedric Alexander and Goldust teamed up and defeated Davari and Drew Gulak. Goldust is obviously Hall of Famer, but he is one of the the best. I, I think it's great that we're seeing him here. I think it's exactly what I want for NXT. Yeah, I mean, we've said this for a long time, that they should be allowed to compete outside of their division. And to see Goldust uh, intervene in himself in a 205 Live Storyline only brings hope to, all right, well, maybe we can see uh, some of these wrestlers start to compete outside of that division. Yeah, and I think, well, I think this was a little off for me, though, just because there was, like, not really much explanation as to why Goldust was all of a sudden allowed to be wrestling on 205 Live. I think it may have been one of those things to, I think it may have been one of those things to see from a backstage point of view. Maybe how the crowd would react to the interaction of a, a 205 grouping with someone that's not 205. And then to see also how the um, movesets will intertwine together. And putting a veteran like Goldust in the ring with them is a good way to see how that chemistry will work. Yeah. And I think it worked out really well. Yeah, Goldust went to the top rope at that, that crossbody to both of them off the, the – I mean he was on the top rope, so it's off the top rope. Yeah, and I think, I think that it got a, a great reaction from the crowd to have Goldust in this. Yeah, and then so, Cedric Alexander hit the lumbar check and won. Yeah, I feel like this is only uh, encouraging that we will start to see some breaking out of the division, you know? Yeah, but like I'm saying, like that's what I was hoping for, for NXT is like having guys like Goldust go down to NXT and make the brand even better. So yeah, now we'll, but see, I, I, we'll I, see it with 205 Live, which I have no problem with. Well, I think that you would need someone a little bit different from Goldust to, with NXT. Well, yeah, that, I'm saying Rand yeah. Orton and Ziggler are my, like, those are my... Oh, yeah, I think Ziggler would be perfect for down there. And not or, Rand Orton. Orton. <sighs> I'm telling you, 100%, you could have, like... I don't know about Randy. He may be too much. Like, too over? Too... too yeah, too too famous. big. That's like saying I don't John think so, Cena man. NXT. No, a little yeah. different. A 
different. I don't know. If HBK is on NXT refereeing, refereeing matches. Yeah, but that's just one. Well, he's A, HBK is not active roster. But he is. No, he's not. What are you talking about? He had an ab off. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> will, you, will you stop it? Okay, um, relax there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is totally different to send Randy Orton down there. I, w- I would like it, but I don't see it happening at all. Because I mean, I don't see them sending Ziggler down there, but... I see Ziggler before him. I don't see either of them. Mm-hmm. But well, the bigger this, uh, news from WWE yeah. Night Rider <laughs> is uh, the Balor Club, or Bullet Club if you're a WWE social media account overseas. Yeah. Uh, Balor Club teaming up to defeat Elias and the Miztourage. Tossing up those two sweets. Yeah, Finn Balor and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. That's what I've yeah. been saying for weeks. Needs to happen. So, are you cool with the way that it happened? But then, what was your tweet about about them? Now they have to have them turn on him. Well, because that, that. What do you mean by it didn't is that? Make, a joke tweet or no? It didn't make any sense because I thought for sure that the only I thought the only people that should have won that match were Elias and Miztourage to to put Elias over more. Why? I I, I just figure when does Balor. Balor's been on like a, a win streak. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't think that if he was gonna, if Elias was gonna end that win streak of Balor or whatever, I don't think that it was gonna be in a, a six way match. No, I. But I just that's what I thought. I thought there's no way there. This is too good to be true. Is my thoughts. So you, so you didn't really want the club to turn on Balor. It's just kind no, of your what, what you expected the book yeah. was. Yeah, but now that they won their match together, a hundred percent, they need to stay together and make this a thing. Okay, so you don't take so, the ball and roll, run with it. So okay, so you don't think like when you say that it has to happen, you're not saying like you're just thinking like you're saying it has to happen because that's the booking of what they have been doing. That okay, and now but they're that's what turn- should have happened in that moment, and I would have been completely fine with it because they did nothing with the club. They did. They did nothing with Balor. Let Balor go out and find a partner or something. But even after the victory, you still thought that? No, it was before the victory. It was before the match started. Oh, okay. Got it. I don't know. I I I think that it's great with the Balor Club being together, and I I'd say roll with it. See how far you can go with it. Um, but it has to. Expand. You can't just have Balor Club end up being another, another Titus Worldwide. It has to. You have to do something with it. Well, yeah. I mean, Kenny Omega is coming to WWE soon, so. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, so they're doing something with it. Yeah. Hopefully, they do justice to all of that. But, but... Miz Miz returns next week. Um. Elias basically called out The Rock during that promo before the match, if I remember correctly, which the perfect moment for something big to happen is The Rock showing up at Raw 25 at Barclays Center, just like I've been saying, to uh, work with Elias and kind of take him out. Who is going to be showing up at Barclays and who is showing up at Manhattan Center? I don't know. I'd say, I don't know. I would, it would assume be cool HBK to... at uh, at Manhattan Center. I would rather see Undertaker at Manhattan Center. I mean, I would assume them two there because they were 
Yeah. I saw um, HBK. They were I saw booked. HBK at Manhattan Center. But I didn't I, see Undertaker. I though. think The Rock should hopefully be there and uh, work with Elias. And then Elias goes on that that Sunday to work uh, work the Rumble, come out number one, do his shtick, and then be cut off by a surprise entrant number two. I'll tell you, there's so many times where I wish that Yokozuna was still around. You know, I like where you think about all these twenty, like the Raw anniversaries and stuff like that. Uh, I, I I miss Yokozuna a good amount. Yeah. He was a he was a really talented uh, wrestler to hate, you know. Plus, he was the first in general. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, no, ta- very talented in general. Um, but he was the first Raw match versus uh, Coco Beware. I remember watching that live. Did you ever go back and watch these matches or no? Like the first Raws? I mean, I've seen clips, but you never actually experienced them no I mean, it was before your time i could go back onto the network for 9.99 and watch it but you no interest not really not much all right got it but i don't know i uh, feel like i would be i would rather watch those raws than like than because yeah, those raws ones. were like 15 minutes no <laughs> they no. weren't three hours no uh, no it was so, uh Two hours. It wasn't a literal no. At first, wasn't it only one hour? No, I think it was two. It was always two hours? Yeah, I believe so. I thought it was one hour, and then that's why when they went to the Attitude Hour, it was like the the war zone. I think it may have been from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. I don't remember. Or 9 to 11. In any case, no revival again on Raw. Which people no. were saying might be due to the FTR. Why? I don't, I don't know. What, what would this? Why? Why do people associate that to that? I mean, they are in the title. <laughs> I like maybe just like how outspoken they were. I have no idea. People, I, I sometimes I shake my head at fans. That would make no sense. Don't you mean you, SMH? I, okay, thank you for saying that. What does that mean? Are you dumb? <laughs> I just literally just like... Oh, shake my head? <laughs> oh. Like, I, I've looked that up in the past, and I knew that it meant shake my head, but recently I forgot what it meant, and people in text messages and stuff like that say SMH, and I'm, or Twitter, and I'm like, SMH, what does that mean? And I couldn't put it together. All right. Shake my head. Yeah. Well, obviously I'm with the times. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, uh, speaking of the times, they covered this in the newspaper this week. Just kidding, they didn't. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman get cut off by Kane. And then they had a, a tiny, tiny, tiny brawl. Brock Lesnar did the, the Undertaker Kane sit up. Well, following a huge Kane chokeslam, though. Yeah, but then they brawled and uh, superstars came out to really, it really was weak. Very weak. Got to give credit to Kurt Hawkins. He was the first one in there. He was the first one in there. I yeah, mean, you, it, had, you had Lesnar. To, to go Kane over and be like, hey, stop. Yeah, Don't you had Lesnar hit, hit Kane with that clothesline over the top rope. And then. They didn't even get a chance to brawl yeah, all that much. Yeah, it was very weak. That was I mean, not, you had, not good. All, all, you, 
all you had was really the choke slam in the ring, the clothesline to the outside of the ring, and then on the outside of the ring, you had them kind of tussling, but you really didn't have any. Uh, I was surprised, no Strowman. Yeah, no, no Braun was a shock to me. I definitely expected him to. I mean, you could have but I had. I guess that goes back to I don't need a team. Yeah, but you could have had when after the locker room cleared out, you could have had Braun come sprinting down the ramp and rock someone with the with an avalanche. But again, that could be something they're building up to. We have Royal Rumble. Yeah, no, three weeks, we still have what? Three, no, three weeks away. Three weeks away, so. Which, I'm glad I just said that. I get so pissed off at WWE's uh, social media account. Well, I, think... I, I don't know if I'm the only, I can't be the only one. No. But they, all... they post, they post how many days, they've been posting how many days or two until uh, Monday Night Raw, the 25th anniversary. And then they've been posting how many days to the Royal Rumble. The days to the Royal Rumble they've been posting are correct. Me, but the, the days to Monday Night Raw are a day off. And it makes no sense. They're like, oh, 19 days away. It's like, no, it's 18 days away. Well, that's what happens when you have idiots running an account. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. And it's like, are the same, is the same person, they, they can't be tweeting out this, the both, both dates. I think that you just have idiots doing the account. I mean, we've seen them do so many mistakes yeah, on I just, I don't social media. It. I really, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, we've said it so many times. You specifically have said it so many times. They never, ever edit their tweets before they press tweet. Yeah. Like, it's like they never reread them. They've tagged wrong, incorrect Twitter handles. They've used incorrect or they've used multiple different hashtags for pay-per-views and stuff like that. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I think it was, what, last WrestleMania where we didn't re- – or one of the events where we didn't even know their hashtag because they kept it, on going back and was, forth. I think it was Fastlane. Fastlane? But even in with Fastlane, they were changing the spelling of it too. Yeah. Or the style, I should say, not the spelling. Awful stuff. But, but that AJ was... Styles opened up SmackDown yeah. to uh... – Say he wants to take his title all the way to WrestleMania. And he spoke about Kevin Owens and how he'll be allowed at ringside during the the main event, which he didn't think was fair. So he called Daniel Bryan out. Daniel Bryan goes, uh, nothing. And then Shane McMahon came out. Daniel Bryan couldn't even get a word out first. Mm -mm. And Shane McMahon said he was sorry. AJ Styles for costing him the match last week. Yeah. And then said, in order to make sure that doesn't happen again, he's going to be ringside to make sure Kevin Owens doesn't uh, doesn't interfere. And then Daniel Bryan goes, well, if you're going to be at ringside, I'm going to be at ringside. Makes sense. Yeah, so. They were Makes both, sense. They were both going to be ringside for the main event. Yeah. First match of the evening saw the Usos defeat Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin to retain the tag team championships. Uh, Gable Some and Benjamin, controversy. Yeah, Gable and Benjamin ended up winning the match at first, but another referee came down and they had their one instant replay of the year. Because well, that never happens, right? I feel like it's yeah. one every two years or one every year. Pretty much. So stupid. But they, I mean, we, they could have, showed... we, could have, we could have saved a lot of time with that Lana Naomi feud. 
if we just did that. Yeah. <laughs> or Lana, too, with her yeah. shoulders being up or whatever. But then yeah, they wouldn't exactly. have a storyline for Total Divas. Uh. But uh, the referee comes down, points out that neither Uso or uh, Gable were the legal men. And they had their match restarted. And, and the Usos, of course... Usos eventually take them to Super Kick City. Mm. And uh, it'll probably, I think it'll probably lead to like a two out of three falls match or something. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, you know, hopefully Gable and Benjamin do pick up the victory. But the thing is, I really like what the it, Usos it are sh- doing. It should be at the Royal Rumble. No, definitely. Um, yeah, I, and hopefully, then I guess the Usos, Usos could walk into WrestleMania and like regain the ch- the championships, or I don't know what you're going to do come Mania season. This is Mania season after all, but hopefully that they don't just uh, um, start putting a bunch of tag teams in this though. Keep it. I, I don't know. Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin but how do you at WrestleMania? You're going to have like one tag, tag team of SmackDown work as opposed to. Eight tag teams of SmackDown. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I, I don't. I just don't want to see a cluster of tag teams. Just have a straightforward tag team match. Yeah, I mean, uh, give these guys the amount of time that they deserve. I mean, there's no point to take away from Usos, Benjamin, and Gable by adding more tag teams into this. Just let them do what they do. Especially if Woods and uh, everyone else is going is looking at the U.S. title. Well, that's like a more but t- recent yeah, but, thing before. I mean, title scene, I still, I vote go just straight tag team. So up next, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Brizongo never happens because the Bludgeon Brothers just completely beat down Brizongo. Uh, yeah, the Ascension ran down to try to make the save, but they also got beat down. I, I don't really understand what they're doing with either team, but... It's just going to lead to, I don't know. Watch, they bring in the Authors of Pain. In a backstage thing, Brizongo volunteered uh, Ascension for a match against Bludgeon Brothers next week. So we'll see where that leads to. Yeah. But uh, NXT Ascension is dead and uh, really needs to come back. I don't think it will. It hopefully will. But the another uh, another match for the United States Championship Tournament... Uh, first round, Xavier Woods picking up the victory over Aiden English. Good match. I liked uh, Xavier Woods before the match saying that if he wins it, wins the title, that is, uh, then New Day becomes U.S. champion. Yeah, I, I like that the entire week he's been putting out videos on social media saying that, uh, what is it, a, a win f- uh, A win for me. Me is a win for three. Or something like that. Which I don't think, I don't know if we've seen a singles championship be defended by a male male group like that before. I don't think so either, I think, but I... I think, I don't think WWE like recognized it when Lay Cool was doing it, but I'm almost certain Layla was having title defenses also. I'm not too sure, but when I think Michelle that... Michelle McCool was champion. I also, I did like that Woods had an interview, kind of like a... Interview. Well, I mean, with, they all uh, Leva Bates. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was. Well, you didn't you didn't I like that. I don't even know if like how do you get it? He probably didn't even get approved for that, and just thought it was like, oh, let's do it. I thought it worked though. Uh, 
I mean, they went back to the it's, how she I, it's was just dumb because it's like oh, like oh, Aiden English didn't call me. It's like no. Well, I'm sure that he got approval on it too. Aiden I mean, English didn't call you because he wouldn't have any power over that. If anything, yeah. you should oh, be blaming dude, you, come on, you should be, stop. No, he, she should have been You're blaming... storyline she, no, she should have reality. been blaming Simon Gotch. You're mixing storyline blaming Simon Gotch. Well, of course. We all should blame Simon Gotch, who actually made his Ring of Honor debut recently. So, keep an eye out for him on the indies. Yeah, so I but, yeah, this was a good match. I like the turnbuckle powerbomb spot. Yeah, I like that they like, both like teeter-tottered. Up there, yeah, a little teeter tot spot. Which, if if Aiden English can get into the position he got in, I think for one hundred percent, I'm like almost one hundred percent sure they could do a Styles Clash from the top rope. After yeah, you had but... argued with me that they couldn't, we've seen him someone do it before. No, from the middle rope. I don't uh, know if we saw from the top rope. I feel like we have. Well, you were arguing with me the other week that. It's not safe, Brandon. Don't be, don't be like that. Put them in unsafe positions. But next up, you had the Riot Squad um, pick up a victory over Carmella and Natalia Tamina with Lana at ringside. Yeah, Ruby distracted um, the ref, and then Liv, yeah. Liv pushed Tamina off the top rope, and Sarah Logan hit that hand, handstand uh, double knees to the yeah. to the neck. Like. So this match did nothing, and then yeah. let's Ride follow squad, it up. Ride squad cuts the promo. Basically, they enter into the Royal Rumble. Charlotte comes out, cuts a promo. Naomi comes out, and then Becky Lynch returns, which was you, you, you know because last week wasn't the perfect time for her to yeah. come back. It made no sense this week, and then they all brawled, which was dumb. And and again, I almost said absolution. Um, stupid. Wow, Absolution, they weren't even on Raw. No, they weren't. Huh. Well, I mean, last week, Paige did get that injury. Mm, yeah, that's true. At Nassau Coliseum, so yeah. I wonder if that has any relation to that. I was about to say, at Nassau Coliseum, what are you talking about? Right? I, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I maybe her injury was a little bit more serious that maybe she is out with concussion uh, protocol. Yeah, but so the ride squad the ride squad gets taken out and they end up getting out. They stupid. they left. This entire thing with Lynch should not have no been brought in at that spot. Been last week, and I still hate the fact that you're having Carmella, Natalia, Tamina, Lana, Flair, Naomi, Lynch working all together to take on the riot squad. I hate that when you have like every single person on the roster put their bittering, like put their stuff aside to face them. Yeah, it's seven on three. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. You can still continue some of your storylines on the side. Um, oh. yeah, not a fan. But main event, you had not title match. Sami Zayn picked up the victory over AJ Styles. It's a fun match to watch. Yeah. I figured since Kevin Owens won last week that AJ Styles would win this week. Mm-hmm. But that, that didn't happen. No, AJ Kyoto, did have been, uh, but Kevin Owens had to check on the ref. Yeah, Kyoto ducked out of the ring, and uh, Kevin Owens was, was afraid maybe he, he hurt his knee or something, so he's checking on his knee. AJ Styles went for the cover, and, and Kevin Owens wouldn't allow 
Mike Chioda to get back into the ring. And and then uh, he finally lets him. It's a two count. Shane comes over, gets pissed off, and pushes Kevin Owens. And uh, gets up on the ring apron to get the referee to toss him from ringside. He tosses him from ringside, and Daniel Bryan goes, Hey, Shane, if you want to do that, maybe you should go as well. And uh, all this, of course, was behind the referee's back. AJ Styles, uh, Kevin Owens pops up on the apron. AJ knocks him off, but turns around, gets hit with the Huluva kick. Yeah, one, two, three. Sami Zayn picking up the victory. Yeah. And then AJ Styles gets pissed off afterwards, cuts a promo, says, why don't you just make it a handicap match, basically? And Daniel Bryan goes, okay, at the Royal Rumble for the WWE Championship, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. What if the big swerve was that Shane McMahon's the actual person working alongside Owens and Zayn? Knowing that Daniel Bryan's way that he's going, going to be reacting and everything. What happens if the entire time he's been on their team? I don't know, but I saw a news headline that said, if I'm not wrestling by WrestleMania, I'll probably never wrestle. Who's that? For Daniel Bryan. Oh. Well, Daniel Bryan making his return at Royal Rumble. Um, As number 30. Yeah. Hopefully this doesn't lead to Daniel Bryan. Hopefully this doesn't lead to Daniel Bryan taking on Shane McMahon. I honestly wouldn't even mind that, though. But my whole problem with that would be it depends on if Daniel Bryan has more than one match. I want to see Okada versus Daniel Bryan. No, Nakamura. I want to see, yeah. <laughs> Nakamura versus going to get Bryan. through the whole New Japan roster before getting to but Nakamura. That was SmackDown. Let's get on to some uh, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. First shameless plug is going to go to the, uh, let's see, let's see. I was going to go to the Team Awesome, Team Awesome 418. Go give a follow at Team Awesome 418. Lorenzo has an amazing book that you should go check out, 31 Days to Live. You could go buy that on Amazon. Go like Facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. And also Pro Wrestling Tees. Go buy a few t-shirts. He covered all of the uh, New Japan Pro, uh, the New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 12 and then some. So make sure that you go uh, go support him over there. Also, go check out John Faust at Mr. John Faust. Thank you very much for uh, always putting us over. And then also uh, Montreal Broski. Go follow him, MTL Broski 514. Eric has first thing in the morning that you should go check out and subscribe to on YouTube. And also go check out Shining Wizards, Shining Wizards podcast. Hey, Brandon, any shout outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. Bad Santa 2 is getting a first shout-out. Um, or getting a shout-out. The first shout-out. Why? I watched it the other week. and uh, Not the other week, the other day. And um, the Total Divas theme song was in it, so I thought that was funny. Interesting. I would have never uh, thought that that theme song would be in that movie. Yeah, I wouldn't think it was in like any sort of thing other other than Total Divas. Yeah. Good uh, catch. Next, what? Good catch. Anti shout out, first of the year, 
first show of the new year, and it's already an anti-shout-out. Going to Nassau Coliseum. Of all places. Bam roasted. Uh, I was supposed to see Kid Rock there in March, and they canceled it. Uh, and then I've asked them a bunch of times as to why it was canceled. No, no response. Um, that's unfortunate. I was looking. I was looking forward to seeing him again. Did you email them? They're and... not going to answer an email. I've been tweeting them. Well, uh, I would send them an email. They, could, they could retweet stuff, but they can't answer tweets. They don't. They don't answer their phones or, or take phone calls like that. They don't answer uh-huh. emails. I I get emails from them. No, you get spam. No. Them. Oh, here's a new event. I'll, I'll give you the email. Here's a new event, David. <laughs> there you go. Uh, last stop is going to Robin Williams. Obviously seeing Jumaji brings up uh, thoughts of Robin Williams. And I, I really, I wish that he could have been in the actual film. Yeah, very uh, unfortunate. And he's, he's definitely one of those actors, one of those people that are definitely missed. Yeah, I think if they did the exact movie that they did and just like had him in it, obviously it's not possible to have him in it, but uh, I think it would have been cool. There's obviously there's tributes to him in it, but mm-hmm. so yeah. that's cool. I look forward to seeing it at some point. Yeah, so those are my shout outs. Now, now it's time for our. our... That is right, our mark out moment of the week. Dave? Uh, let's see. Outside of the uh, New Japan stuff coming out of there, uh, I marked out for the uh, the pairing of Alexa Bliss with Braun Strowman. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I was, uh, what am I, three for four so far of the people announced? Yeah, one of them I'm very surprised by. That being Balor and Banks. Yeah, Balor and Banks. I mean, you had everybody pushing for Balor and Bailey, but there's two options to this. Either WWE really has given up on Bailey, which honestly I don't blame them, um, or it's just trying to add fuel to this Sasha Banks Bailey uh, feud that's bound to happen at some point. And uh, maybe we'll see Goldust with with Bailey now. I mean, we have Goldust pushing to be with Asuka, though. And Asuka, they're yeah, putting no, out all I those still, videos on. I still think it's going to be Hawkins. Hawkins with Asuka? That would be hilarious. I'd be totally fine with that. Except but, the other week you weren't, so. What? Yeah, you weren't. No, and if, they, if, they, if he wins, I don't like that. Um, well, clearly Asuka's not losing. Well, maybe he could... Pick up the pin, or it could be a DQ. I don't know. What else? What else? What else? So, uh, yeah, and then we got uh, Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Flair, obvious choices there. They have robes. Yeah, team robe. And then we have Lana teaming with Rusev. So. Yeah. I don't expect anything really coming from that. But it starts in two weeks, 
takes over the time slot of 205 Live. I don't know if 205 Live is going to air afterwards. Getting kind of late for wrestling. I don't know. Yeah. I guess but, only time will tell. Uh, my markout moment of the week is weird because I wasn't even like a fan of WCW then, but Carl Malone being on SmackDown, doing the Diamond Dallas page, the Diamond Cutter taunt was awesome. Yeah, that was sick. I popped for that, yeah. That was that was really cool to see him involved there. And then he got into the ring after the show was over and did the whole glorious thing. And it was cool. Yeah, the crowd went home happy and Carl uh, Malone still got it. And he called Diamond Dallas Page Dallas Diamond Page. Ooh, so so close. <laughs> you, you almost had it. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's always cool to see somebody who used to be involved in uh in wrestling show up and do some cool things. Yeah. But that's the mark out moment of the week. That is episode three sixty one. Dave, take us home. Uh, yeah. So go check out facebook.com slash marketing out. Buy a t-shirt for wrestlingtees.com slash marketing out. You can go check us out on Twitter. Uh, let's go with YouTube. YouTube.com slash marketing out 11. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. Marketing out one at gmail.com. Also on Twitter at marketing out at Dave the Rave underscore M-O if you really want to. And at BTTG161. And... We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week.